I read a couple of verses from Hebrews, the 10th chapter, verses 24 and 25. Hebrews 10, 24 and 25. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as some as a matter of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. When I think about provoke, I think about someone that wants to upset you. Kind of what we heard in a testimony. It was nothing about provoking someone to love But I'm glad as Christian people, we come to this church and we can be provoked about love. We can hear something good that will inspire us, that will strengthen, strengthen us, help us to be better Christians, help us to be better people in our community, and God will help us to make our way into heaven. Uh, this next, this other verse here, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as a matter of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. We just had special meetings and I thought they were really good. They were special. Anytime we come to church, it's special. It really is. We gather here, a meeting like this on a Friday night. I think about this a lot of times. Before we moved to Portland, we we didn't have Friday night church. It's only Sunday night and Wednesday night, and then you're off. To be able to come on a Friday night's an extra benefit. Who would say, I don't want that? And as we read in the scripture here, it says, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. And so much more as we see the day coming. This day that I believe the scripture is talking about is either the coming of the Lord or judgment day. There is a day that's coming. And we need, we need more all the time. As we see things out in the world, you listen to the news, we hear this from time to time about all the trouble that there is, not only in America, but in the whole world. It's a little bit discouraging. Uh, I, I have to make this statement. For the last couple of weeks, I've, not, I've tried not to listen to hardly any news. I listen to the local news, and even it's not too good either. But we know that man is not the answer We know that the government is not the answer. 
but we know that God is. We heard Tuesday night about peace. God can speak peace to our heart in the midst of the storm. And folks, there's a great storm that's going on out there. We live in in perilous days. In fact, in 2 Timothy, the third chapter, first verse says, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. And who would, well, a lot of people would say, oh, well, that's just part of it. Well, maybe it is, but we're all affected by what's going on out in the world but yet we have this place called the church here that we can come to this sanctuary and we can get along with God and we can have peace in the midst of the storm when everything else is raging out of control. It's good. Are you with me? Amen. God can speak peace to us when everything is upside down. He really can. And, and it's almost there. It's almost upside down. But I think we come here as Christians and we can keep our eyes up on the Lord. And I pray this many, many times, God help me to keep my focus on you. If we look the other direction, it's not going to be good. So the Lord knows, he knows all about what's going on. He's got it all under control. And there's really nothing that we can do about it except pray, God, hold me close to you. And I'm glad that we have a church building that we can come and we can pour our heart out to the Lord and he can come down and fill us to overflowing and joy unspeakable that he can put in our hearts. It's it's a wonderful thing. In fact, I wanted to talk a little bit about the church. I'm glad that we have it. Back in my younger years, when my wife and I were first saved, we lived 50 miles away. Some of you that live in a big city all of your life, you say, well, that's not very far. Well, it was to us back then, because we lived in a little town of 3,000 people, and 50 miles was an hour's drive to Fort Smith was a long ways, and there was a lot could take place from the time we left our house till we got there, we had kids that we would drive to church. And of course, there was nearly always something wrong. So we were in a hurry to get there. But you know, God had made such a wonderful change in our hearts. We just had to go. But for four years, we drove back and forth, 50 miles each way. Uh, I was just thinking the same thing. Some of the things that we did was some people would never have done that. But we got a, we got the Lord's love down in our heart and we wanted to be there with God's people. You know, you pray that prayer, whatever it takes. You want to, you want to do it? And I think sometimes we, 
we, we would go on Sunday morning, but we wouldn't stay for evening service. We'd go home. Of course, I worked a lot of hours back then. I was a lot younger than I am now. Sometimes we didn't come on Wednesday night. And I know some of the folks probably said they'll never make it. But you know, it's hard to stop God's love. But he just pours his spirit out on you. We would go to church and we were so hungry for more of God. It was like, I don't care what I have to do. This is the best thing that we've ever had. And it was something that I had looked for all of my life. Well, I was only 27 years old, but and I hadn't been many places, hadn't done many things. Well, I had been around the world. But I was looking for something that would satisfy my heart. And I wonder, is there someone here tonight looking for something that would satisfy your heart completely? Well, you can find something that satisfies for a little bit, but after a while, you're like, I have to find something else. This is not good enough. This, this doesn't work. So you, you look for something else. I remember, I remember as a young man, before I was saved, I rode a motorcycle, run around with the guys on Sunday, which I knew I wasn't supposed to do that, but I did anyway. Thought I was having lots of fun. You know, God would condemn me for doing that. And I said, someday I'm going to go to church and get saved. I'm glad that God held me to that. Because I could never, ever get away from that. And you know, if you're not saved and you heard you need to be saved, it seems like it just follows you wherever you go. And when you're having a good time and God mentions you need to be saved, it just kind of ruins your day. You think, I was having a good time, but now it's it's all gone. One Sunday morning, I started to get on my motorcycle and leave my family at home and go with the guys and ride for the rest of the day. And God said, you need to be in church. Oh, that's awful. I told my wife, someday we're going to go to the apostolic faith. Well, at that time we had it. We had the one in Fort Smith, but, you know, I just, I didn't want to go. I didn't want to be like those people. I didn't like the name for one thing. And I sure didn't like to be around them because they condemned me for the way I lived. And yet I didn't smoke. I didn't drink. I didn't talk bad. I just didn't love God. And I didn't want to be a Christian. I thought... I thought when you got saved, the fun was all over. I didn't know it was just beginning. Really, it is. I've had more fun since I've been saved than I ever had before I was saved. Yet I thought I was having so much fun, but I wasn't. But it's it's important that we find a place in God's family that we fit, that we can come and enjoy the presence of the Lord. 
like I said, I, I like coming here on, I really like coming here on Friday night. It's a joy, wonderful joy in my heart to get together with God's people. It really is. It's, a, it's the best thing in all the world. So we have this, we have this church, this building that's been dedicated to the worship of God, to his service. And we can come here and we can get down at these altars and we can tell God all of our problems. And sometimes we we really have problems. I remember when our oldest son passed away, I just fell on my knees at our couch after we'd been told that he was gone. And I opened the Bible up to Psalm 121. And it says, I will lift my eyes to the hills unto the hills from which cometh up my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. And and I've held on to that scripture. God is there to help us no matter what we pass through, no matter what happens in our life. He's there to make up the difference. And sometimes we have grief that is so terrible, God's grace is sufficient. And you know it's wonderful? I want to say this because we have a place that we can come and we have other folks here that have been through some of those places that if it wasn't for God's grace, we probably wouldn't be here. I've, I've always said I'd like to see a little further down the road than what I can see, but then on the other, right around the corner, I said, no, I don't want to. I might turn around and run backwards the other way. God knows what we have need of, and it says that he will supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory. Sometimes we've had no money at all, and God would miraculously send somebody our way that I could do a job of some kind and we'd have have money to buy gas to go to church when we lived in Arkansas. It's marvelous. But you know, I was thinking about the altars that we have here. If they could tell some of the stories that's been told here in this place. Some of the tears that's been shed on these altars. What a change that comes in people's hearts when they come to the Lord and they tell their story to God. What, what wonderful, marvelous things God can do in our lives when we let Him have full control of our life. And tonight, as we come to a close here, does God have full control of your life? Do you have joy unspeakable and full of glory? Oh, I'll tell you, the gospel, it means everything to me. And it has to. One of these days, the Lord's going to call us home. And it could be before we get done with this meeting, 
God could call us home and we could be a step over in heaven and be forever with the Lord. Let's stand and sing a song, 692 in the altar is open. Come and pray.